Hey, it's Kelly and Wood, and while we're out for the holidays, we wanted to play for you some of our what we call snooze clips. These are usually recorded out of our first break of the day, and then, well, you never know where the conversations will go. Right. They usually play back at the start of the 9 o'clock hour, with this usually before them. If you hit the snooze this morning, here's what you missed with Kelly and Wood. I will tell you, my popcorn is legendary in the family. What do you make on it? It's all different sometimes. Sometimes I'll do a sometimes I'll do a popcorn with a little bit of buffalo seasoning, uh, buffalo sprinkle seasoning on it. Oh, I was about to say and white cheddar, mm-hmm. and then stir it all up. Sometimes I'll do bacon cheddar with a little butter seasoning on. I, I go ham when it comes to popcorn, man. I don't play around. Now I've seen people put hot sauce on popcorn. Oh, my wife does that. That's a very very southern thing. I because my wife will sometimes do a little bit of that, and I'm always like, I, I don't know. I'm, I am just straight up butter and a ton of salt, right. and let's ride. Right. To the point of, like, I bring my own salt shaker when we go to the movies. Well, you do oversalt everything. Because, how dare you? You're the only person i ever seen salt the outside of a burrito. There, are, there are dozens you, of us. You don't even salt the ingredients. You salt the tortilla. Text in. If you have salted the outside of a burrito, text in and back me up on this. And then text in 911 and get an ambulance on standby <laughs> because your, your no. blood pressure must be through the roof. No, these veins are gushing. <laughs> By the way, speaking of, when we were out at Winstock, there was a nurse yeah. who started looking at my, my hands and she was blown away at my veins. She was like, look at, like, look at my hand there. You see my hand? Yeah. You can see the veins in my hand. Yeah, just like every other human. I've got no. These, these are highways. This is highway of life right right here. All right, just blasting through. Uh, No one has really taken. Sarah, uh, only if the burrito is smothered in some sort of sauce, sauce, then the salt will stick. No, I have not. Other other people take. All right, so maybe I'll be I'll be a tad alone on that one. The the girl that I dated before my wife, the woman I should say, mm-hmm. she was a woman. Uh, otherwise, it gets a little. <laughs> Chris Hansen's outside. <laughs> no, the woman I dated before my wife, her mom was from Mexico. Like she was straight from Mexico. So you've right? always had a thing for the Latin ladies. No, when I moved to Texas. I, a, there's some, a lot of for some reason that's just who I ended up dating gravitated I, to and I don't want to put too much of my business out there because my kids sometimes will listen to the podcast mm-hmm. but there was a few I, kids I'm sorry I dated a few women before your mom I think they understand that <laughs> but, but, but that's what that's how you found your way to the best so we went to uh we went to uh what, what was the name of that town we went to Savinas Mexico we went to is where her mom was from so you crossed the border right mm-hmm. which was one of the most terrifying things ever because I didn't speak any Spanish. See. And you have to. There's like dudes with guns just standing in the road, fully automatic rifles on their shoulders. I assume there's some sort of soldier or mm-hmm. some sort of security. Cartel. For something. Right. And you have to bribe these people. To get and, through. And, and here I was, a white guy with a Mexican woman in the car mm-hmm. driving my Eclipse Spider. Oh, you know, this the, is a target. The hundred thousand dollar eclipse. Jose, <laughs> we got one. And essentially, they're looking for a bribe. Mm. But anyway, this I'm bringing this back to popcorn at some point. So we went to a nightclub in Sabinas, mm. and the popcorn had hot sauce on it. That's a long. That's way. a long way to get there. <laughs> so yes, you have put hot sauce on your popcorn. Kelly and Wood. How was your Father's Day, man? It was very uh, nice. We did we did a little running around. Did uh, my wife went crazy cooking yesterday? Now, if you've listened to the show at all, you know I do the majority of the cooking in my house. You're a good cook. I'll give you that, which I'm a hundred percent okay with. 
But I said, you know what? It'd be nice if we just kind of had some pre-made meals this week. Yesterday, she made me uh, like homemade Philly cheesesteaks. I love Philly cheesesteaks. Oh, that's a good meal right there. I don't like, like if you go to like Philadelphia, that, here's the weird thing. Like if you go to Philadelphia, they put like cheese whiz yeah. on their cheesesteaks, which I don't like. I like the provolone, all that stuff, but I like a lot of veggies, ironically enough, in my cheesesteaks because I like to keep it healthy. <laughs> yeah. As I'm pouring all Buried that down in my all mouth. That cheese. Right. I like to have it healthy. So she made some of those uh, for me yesterday. I've been on a salt and vinegar chip kick lately. All right. I can go years without having a salt and vinegar chip. Then I'll have one. The problem is, I then go too hard. And I destroy salt and vinegar chips for a solid three months to the point of where like, like it's like bitter in my mouth because you've eaten so many. Yeah. And then I'm off them again for a year. It's kind of weird. It's almost like the chip version of the McRib. If I had it every day, it'd be too much. Right. But once in a while. And then that McRib will come back. I'll have like two of them. And then I'll be like, who? Yeah. This needs to go away again for like three years. <laughs> the McRib is not a good sandwich, but boy, do I look forward to it. And do you know? Like, people are like, well, why do they bring it back? They only bring the McRib back when pork gets to a certain price. Oh, I didn't know that. Where they're able to make money on it, then they'll do it, and then when pork goes back up, then they don't do it. That's why we haven't seen it in a while. The the thing that makes me the most happy about that is at least I know that that's actual pork oh, that yeah. I'm getting. Well, part of it at least. And that's <laughs> yeah. parts of pork. Don't work a little something in uh, there for I you. I love the fake bones and the fake grill marks on there, though. That's the, that's the best. But the, I'm not I'm not dogging the, the, the McRib. Just, don't you let's, dare. Let's be clear. I yeah. do love a good McRib, mm-hmm. and I will have two or three when they come out, and then that's it. Then I had to shut her down. Then you do have to, yeah. Like, there's some gas stations uh, when I lived in Georgia that had something very similar to it that was pretty solid. And again, I'd get too close to the sun on the wings of the McRib, and (laughs) I'd burn out pretty hard, but not too bad. How about yourself? Uh, We went to a 50s car show yesterday, which uh, is is kind of a tradition with us uh, that we usually can go do. It probably wasn't the best idea for my wife to be out there, but she wanted to be a part of it. You know, Mm. my kids got me some Crocs. For uh, for Father's Day, really something I would never buy myself. But I, well, I'm not. Well, I'm not wearing. Them. Are, are we hey. even allowed to wear Crocs to work? I don't Why know. Not? I don't know. They sent out that email about the dress code. I, I figured Crocs would definitely. Oh, that be was. Other. Yeah, but that's footwear. I think footwear is okay. I figured Crocs would definitely be on the chopping block on that. Ladies one. can get away with wearing sandals. I think you'd be okay with the Crocs. Yeah. Are so, they classy ones? They're black. Okay. It's black. The, the closest I ever got into buying a pair was when Luke Combs came out with like with his a signature croc. He did. And I was like, yo, those are actually pretty cool. And then I looked them up. They're like $185. I was for like, Crocs? I'm out. I get some Air Jordans for that. Yeah. I, like there's a there's a lady here in town who does like designer Air Force Ones that I've been oh, wanting be for cool. a while. And she want and she, there's a, they're like 180 bucks. And they're, they're worth it. Her work is phenomenal. I'm like, Andrew, it would kill me. Like, she's put me, you know me, I probably have... Your sneaker game is tight. 45 pairs of shoes. And I have not bought a pair of shoes in a hot minute because my wife literally, she found a rack that I kept in the garage, kind of private. Of secret shoes? Yeah. And all of a sudden, she was going like backpack my tools and everything. She's like, hey, what's this? Blowing all the dust off your tools. And I'm just like, uh-oh. Um, <laughs> hey, is this a good time to tell you I'm cheating on you? She's like, No. 
Kelly and Wood. Couple of texts coming in. One insulting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amber says you guys are such city boys. We are. I'm a, I'm a city. I was born and raised in North Minneapolis. Like I don't know a lot about. And my dad never took me hunting or anything like that. So. And I grew up with so many like down in the south and stuff like that. Like almost all my friends like hunted and everything like that. Like you want to go? I was like. No, I, I, I've never been into that. Look at this. Dan says, antlers are soft this time of year. Don't get hard until September. Okay, but then what about if I plow into one in December? Although in September, all right, that's what I also I read. I literally had no idea this antlers could be soft. At dawn and at dusk is when you're at big, the biggest risk of hitting a, a deer. Mm-hmm. And that's, at least you are. Right? <laughs> I could hit one at noon. <laughs> could be one in studio. <laughs> so I was like, all right, that's why it's, it's happened to me in June at the same time every year is when I've had my encounters with deer mm-hmm. on the road. So, but I can't change the time I come to work unless I come in at midnight. So I'm coming in the Show middle. Show some dedication, <laughs> Kelly. Being here earlier. How about I just never leave? How yes. about I put a cot up in the corner and I will just stay here in the studio and live here? I believe your wife would be 100% on board with that. Marlene says, since I lived in Little Falls just over two years, I've totaled two vehicles. Oof. What, how does your insurance handle that? I know that the, last year they didn't total it when I hit that animal. This year it's got to be total. I would imagine so. Uh, other people are said, uh, "What about using uh, deer whistles? Are those a real thing? Do they work? Like the they? I've seen them on like you know late night TV. Like right. put this on and it makes it. I don't know if that works or not. Because it's supposed to be so high that we can't. It won't pick our ears. Right. Don't pick it up. Are deer's afraid of whistles? I don't know. Or does it attract them? I'm about to just lay on the horn mm-hmm. my entire 45-minute drive in. Would you realize that antlers fall off every year, right? No. Had no idea. Yeah. Now I, know, now, I do know that that, that, was, that did happen to moose, which freaked me out. I was like, no, those things are gigantic. It's meese. Yes. That's multiple ones. I, those things are gigantic, and they fall off and grow back every year. I couldn't right. believe that. But I didn't know that happens with deer. I had no clue. That's amazing. Right. My dad was an outdoorsman, but he never once took me with him. So I don't know anything about. Honestly, I don't I don't want to shoot a deer. Deer seem like they're kind beings. Now until I one hits my car, I'm like, you mother. (laughs) I won't shoot one, but boy, I'll pulverize one in a blast one with a Chevy HHR. (laughs) I'm more of a blunt instrument kind of guy Mm -hmm. than a swift bullet. yeah, a deer is a deer is too sentient to me. Like I can kill a squirrel, no problem. I used to shoot squirrels. You know what did it? Bambi. Bambi yeah. did it to me. That was Watching Bambi, I was like, this this has messed me up forever. Man, we must have got a late start. Like, it's time to do sports almost already. Good God. Look at the text rolling in here. Now these are in- insults. You two are yuppies. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not true. <laughs> Kelly, call me the next time you hit a deer. I'll cut it up for you. I've hit six deer. Holy cow. The best thing is to put a brush guard on the front of your truck. That's actually a pretty good idea. Well, the cars I'm looking at, they wouldn't even support a brush guard. Yeah, pull guard. it on little Kelly's Chevy Veo. I'm looking at a Jeep Liberty. It's, got, it's a four-cylinder. It's got a little bit of a hood to put some distance between me and the deer. I bet you those have brush guards, though. Possibly. It looks like it would tip over frontwards if I put a brush guard on. Yeah, maybe. Kelly and Wood. Man, I had a scare on the drive-in this morning. If you don't know, I've hit, I don't know, three deer in three years. Yes, I put something up for you on the Kelly and Wood Facebook page yesterday. <laughs> I saw that yesterday. But uh, I'm, so today I'm driving in and I'm coming down and I drive through a lot of farmland to get to work, mm-hmm. right? God's green earth to get to work. And I saw like the road was wet, but I didn't think anything about it. In, in like a weird spot. And so a, a farmer must have been running his irrigation and it was hitting the road. And that, you know, that thing on the end, that poof, poof, poof. Sends out a lot. What, wait, what's it sound like? You heard me. No, I didn't. 
I was actually spitting a lot. I know. I saw that. <laughs> Doing my own, own little irrigation. Say it. Don't spray it, man. <laughs> but it was like, what the news, not the weather. <laughs> and so I'm driving, and I'm a little jittery now because it was. it's only been, you know, 10 days since my last deer encounter. And you're due. And that water hit the windshield. And I'm driving a station vehicle right now. Mm-hmm. This company is awesome. Like they, they've let me use. And I make fun of the HHR because it has no AC. That's okay. You know, and it's an HHR. Were the windows down as you were cooking along? No, because it was actually kind of chilly this morning. But and, and I'm wearing shorts, which I never. Do. I saw that nice calves. <laughs> what calves? <laughs> it literally looks like skin wrapped around bone. I have like no leg muscle <laughs> But anyway, so the water whoosh, hits the windshield. And dude, I was like, not again! <laughs> you were Carrie Underwood again? I was like, not in a station vehicle. <laughs> that's because that's all I can think. Of. Like Bob Layton, owner of the company, is nice enough to let me use the HHR, right? Mm-hmm. While my car is being looked at, and I thought, all like my biggest fear is hitting a deer with that thing and wrecking another automobile. Because what would they do? Would they take the money out of my paycheck? Uh, no, or would, I, would I just be shunned? At this point, I think they'd be like, look, what, what are we gonna do with this guy? <laughs> Can somebody get him an apartment above the station? That would be a great question for Zen Zen and our HR files. Be like, look, what if you just have a moron that continues to break things? Because I know that there's, you know, because, all right, trust tree. All right. Always in the trust tree, Wood. My first job out of high school, I didn't want to go to college. I was like, look, I want to go out. I want to start making some money. I want to be rich and all this. Oh, boy. I had no skills. Missed that mark. Uh, my neighbor owned a car dealership. And my mom kind of said to him, was like, hey, you know, would you have anything available at the car dealership? (laughs) Could you hire my son, Operation Bootstrap? And he's like, yeah, all right, fine. So he hired me as a porter. And if you don't know what a porter is, I was in charge of keeping the lot straight. Yeah, I I think a lot of us did that job. Okay, well, we were like the first. Now, you got to remember, this was 2000. We were like the first Hummer dealership in Atlanta. Oh, cool. Now, this is back when like the Hummers were like the big deal. I mean, it was like the military Hummers. And we had like this Hummer track in the back. So if Hummers were like a a hundred grand at the time. Yeah. So if somebody wanted to come in and test drive a Hummer, we had like this back track that went through like the trees and all this stuff and there's a big mud pit to show you what the homer could do yes well i'm i've been working there like six days and i'm like you know what'd be cool what if i took one of these brand new z71 trucks out there oh my god dude i buried the z71 truck on like my sixth day of working and I had to like walk back and I'm like, hey, uh, can I get keys to the Hummer? Now the Hummer keys were like locked up because there was only like one salesman who sold the Hummers. And they're like, no, I'm not giving you that. Why? And I was like, look, be cool, man. I just buried a brand new $40,000 truck out there in the mud. I need a winch. <laughs> I literally had to like walk into my neighbor's office and was like, hey, Todd, what's up? Uh, I ruined a brand new truck. And he just kind of looked at me and goes, and he, like, he was like stuttering. And I'm like, right. Wait, what's the problem? He's like, thank God your mother's nice. And I was like, cool. Cool. And hey, you know what? I didn't get fired. I now see that your son, your son runs fast and loose. Yes. Right? I I don't think I'm speaking outside of my turn by saying that. Mm -hmm. He's a chip off the old block. He is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, (laughs) And that's what I can see. I I play 4D chess with him because I see... I, like I see him lining things up. I'm like, hey, yeah. he's about to jump off this balcony right. <laughs> because I want to jump off this balcony. I'm like, hey! And he kind of looks at me. He's always like, how did you know I was going to do that? I'm like, hey, that's dad power well, right We're there. one in the same. Like, Mind shut mail. it Mind down. Mail. Kelly and Wood. By the way, speaking of, when we were out of Winstock, there was a nurse yeah. who started looking at my, my hands, and she was blown away at my veins. 
She was like, look at, like, look at my hand there. You see my hand? Yeah. You can see the veins in my hand. Yeah, just like every other human. I've got no. These these are highways. This is highway of life right right here. All right, just blasting through. Uh, No one has really taken. Sarah, uh, only if the burrito is smothered in some sort of sauce, sauce, then the salt will stick. No, I have not. Other other people take. All right, so maybe I'll be I'll be a tad alone on that one. The the girl that I dated before my wife, the woman, I should say, mm-hmm. she was a woman. Uh, otherwise, it gets a little. <laughs> Chris Hansen's outside. <laughs> no, the woman I dated before my wife, her mom was from Mexico. Like she was straight from Mexico. So you've right? always had a thing for the Latin ladies. No, when I moved to Texas. That's a, I, there's some, a lot of for some reason that's just who I ended up dating gravitated I, to and I don't want to put too much of my business out there because my kids sometimes will listen to the podcast mm-hmm. but there was a few I, kids I'm sorry I dated a few women before your mom I think they understand that <laughs> but, but, but that's what that's how you found your way to the best so we went to uh, we went to uh, what, what was the name of that town we went to Savinas Mexico we went to is where her mom was from so you crossed the border right mm-hmm. which was one of the most terrifying things ever because I didn't speak any Spanish, see, si. and you have to. There's like dudes with guns just standing in the road, fully automatic rifles on their shoulders. I assume there's some sort of soldier or mm-hmm. some sort of security cartel, for something, right? And you have to bribe these people to get and, through. And, and here I was, a white guy with a Mexican woman in the car, mm-hmm. driving my Eclipse Spider. Oh, you know, this the, is a target. The hundred thousand dollar Eclipse. <laughs> We got one! And essentially, they're looking for a bribe. Mm. But anyway, this I'm bringing this back to popcorn at some point. So we went to a nightclub in Sabinas, mm-hmm. and the popcorn had hot sauce on it. That's a long, That's a long way to get there. <laughs> so yes, you have put hot sauce on your popcorn. Didn't realize it was an Holy international God. affair. Yeah. Wow, I apologize. That was maybe the most boring popcorn story. I mean, yeah, I, we got there. And normally a popcorn story. That's a banger. <laughs> we get told that by our consultant all the time. Have you guys done a popcorn story yet this week? I've heard you do hot lawn talk. Mm-hmm. Have you done hot popcorn talk? Not today. Why not? Look out, Bobby Bones. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly and Wood are doing popcorn talk. <laughs> sure, he's sitting up at night talking to his wife. Yeah, I got American Idol, but they got hot popcorn. I'm guessing this will make the highlight uh, video. Never know. No. <laughs> this one will sadly end up on the cutting room floor, I'm sure.